Hi, I'm Sandra Gopal. It's a pleasure to engage with you on this platform. Today's topic is called Knowing God. This is a part of the series on prayer. The foundation of knowing God means spending time in His presence. There are no special magical formulas in getting to know God. He wants to be involved in everything that we do. He desires to walk by our side if we will allow him to. When you make knowing him your focus, you will trust his promises. The power of prayer will become your lifestyle. So attempt to get a closer relationship with God and know him more personally and intimately. Spend time in his presence. Spend time praising him and worshiping him. Job chapter 22 verse 21 says, Acquaint yourself with him and be at peace. Thereby good shall come unto you. Psalms 42 verse 1 says, As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. Hosea chapter 6 verse 3 says, Then shall we know, if we follow on to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared as the morning, and he shall come unto us as the rain, as the latter and former rain unto the earth. So set aside a time every day and focus on him without distractions. There are powerful people in the Bible that stood by God's principles. They did not disobey God on any matter pertaining to their relationship with him. Isaiah 55 verse 9 says, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. If you look at the story of the Hebrew boys, they would not bow down to any foreign god and would not forget their godly upbringing. The Hebrew boys stood right by each other. No earthly government was going to stand in the way of their relationship with God. They all encountered trials and tribulation. They all encountered adverse situations and challenges, but the promises and the blessings of God far outweighed any earthly suggestion. They went through trials but enjoyed all the promises and blessings. Oftentimes we question God about everything that we go through, yet we are fully aware that His ways and thoughts are higher than ours. We are going through a pandemic right now and we still don't understand it. But you see, our thinking ability is no match to the power of God, yet we question him. They could have wondered if God was so great to their forefathers, then why would he allow them to be captured? Why would he allow them to live in this foreign culture? Why would he allow them to be thrown into the furnace? That situation did not make sense in the natural they could have also focused on the blessing, the favor, and the doors that continually opened for them. We must make a concerted effort in getting to know God and focusing on His favor upon our lives. So focus on the positive and not the negative. Focus on results, answered prayer, favor, blessings, and breakthroughs. Never allow your prayer life to be like a spare wheel. A spare wheel is only used for emergencies and breakdowns. It remains idle and is only taken out at an emergency situation. God wants his people to be connected with him at all times. 
you can talk to him wherever you are. So don't try to make sense out of a situation. Don't try to question God. Don't figure out what is going on with this pandemic. See, the Hebrew boys could have wavered in their faith. They could have assumed that this was the same God who was their father's uncles, grandfathers, and great-grandfathers. Then why were they being captured? So instead of worrying about why their names were being changed, why they were in the storm, why they were going through this challenge, they simply trusted in God. They put their faith in God. They knew they were so connected to the source that this was a part of the process of building faith, trusting God, having a relationship, praying, praying, and praying. God wants us to stay connected and to trust him regardless of outward circumstances. Situations may change, but he remains faithful. You have to have a great connection with God. You have to pray with fervency and tenacity and be persistent. Pray until God gives you answers. Don't give up because you may be seconds away from your breakthrough. Every believer has the capacity to pray in a way that will change their world. When you look at the state of the world, you can come to the conclusion that the world does not need more churches, singers, entertainers, and whatever else goes on. It does not need more strikes and revolutions. It does not need people who think they are the voice to fix the world. What it needs is more men and women of prayer. Pray, 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 pray until something happens. See, when the church prays, there is revival. When the body of Christ prays, it is a weapon of mass destruction in the enemy's corner. You have to remain steadfast. You have to have confident faith in God. You see, a covenant relationship with God is a vitally important necessity in prayer. Your covenant relationship with God will determine whether he will come through in your time of need. You need to have laser-focused confidence and faith in your God. Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 3 says, For behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will bring back from captivity my people Israel and Judah, says the Lord, and I will cause them to return to the land that I gave to their fathers, and they shall possess it. We are the children of God. We have been promised that word. See, God is a covenant-keeping God. He is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. So we have the same covenant-keeping God that the Bible people had. His word will never return void. Once God puts a word out, he cannot and will not take it back. Every time we see a rainbow in the sky, we get excited because of the beautiful colors. But really, a rainbow in the sky reminds us of God's covenant with his people, his people who are you and I. He never goes back on his promise. I look at the story of the Hebrew boys. They knew about the covenant that Jeremiah speaks of. Their exile in Babylon was temporary. It may have seemed a long time, but they had a promise from a covenant-keeping God. They just kept that promise close to their hearts. The Hebrew boys could have waited for Daniel. It seems odd that Daniel was not present at the time of the trouble. 
It seems odd that Daniel was not around when the king made the decision for all people to bow down to the statue. Was the king's timing deliberate in using that as an opportunity? Remember that Daniel was his right-hand man, and yet Daniel was away on business during such an important time for that king. He may have sent Daniel away knowing that Daniel would not agree to this and would not bow down. He would have known that Daniel would have been an obstruction and a hindrance to this decision. It was also a time for the king to determine what Daniel's level of influence over Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah was. But you see, they served a big God. They were not dependent on Daniel. They knew their God. They may have been Daniel's senior management assistants. They may have reported to him. They knew they just needed God for this. They did not need Daniel. They were wholly and fully dependent on God, their creator. They did not need Daniel for this. He has got my back, is what they said to each other about God. Psalm 121 verse 2 says, My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. God helps those who trust in the Lord with all their heart and lean not on their own understanding. They turned to God. They simply trusted him and their faith was activated. They had to have realized by then that something impossible was about to happen. The same God who was at their side from being captured was still with them. They had the same God that their forefathers trusted with him. They had no guarantee in the natural that they would survive the fire. This was just faith at work. This was just little boys or men knowing who their God was. See, God wants us to break through the storm, break through the storms of, and clouds of distress and know that he is still there. Like Daniel and his friends, we are called upon to be faithful to God. You know, wisdom is one of the most valuable keys for life. It is defined as skill, cleverness, and scientific knowledge. With wisdom comes success. The whole book of Proverbs focuses on wisdom. Biblical wisdom is having the ability to live in a godly manner. It empowers you to be successful in every area of your life, from home to work, your family, relationships, finances, and so much more. So you too, like the Hebrew boys, you can receive godly wisdom for your situation. In James 1.7, we are reminded that if we lack wisdom, we can ask God and he will give it to us generously. God is the source of all the skills, the gifts, and wisdom that you possess. When you have a relationship with him, when you know God, you will understand the wisdom that he gives you. When you embrace the wisdom of God, it will bring you to a place of honor. It will bring you promotion and blessings. Connect with God, receive his wisdom, and see how the blessings of God affects your life, your family, whatever situation you go through. Until next time, 
God bless. 